Drunk Mythology Friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk, Drunk Mythology, Mythology Gals. Gals. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in. You did. Now it's Kate doing it. Well, I waited to see what your beat was like. Because the way you measure a beat before you jump in like is different from the way I do. So I'm trying to learn and adapt. <laughs> I'm not measuring a beat. I'm sitting there. Try- I'm like going through 10 I'm, million thoughts in I'm, that millisecond. Yeah, of- I'm trying to figure out who's going to troll who. Exactly. Like, who's going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> And, and then, what what is like, it's like yeah. doing rock it's like doing rock paper scissors like I'm trying to anticipate yes. which one of you is going to do which thing exactly are you going to jump in early are you going to wait are you going to just not say anything right yeah Ooh, that's exactly that's an what's option going on. I haven't considered oh really just that's what I consider doing well <laughs> I think I think we ought to make an absolute rule though that <laughs> not saying it is off the table. Because that would just be like all three of us would be, and we're the. Is anybody gonna go? <laughs> like, Kim I, would have to put in some little sound effect. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> she uh, can do yeah, it better make, than I can. Yeah, make a note, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the third of our six special. Episodes. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. Ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an ectoplastic episode um, about Loki. <clears throat> and I might sound cheerful, but basically, I have been enraged since yesterday when we yeah. did our group watch. Yeah, you have totally. Yeah, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to go and go off. So yeah, and don't forget that after this regular episode, if you uh, go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. You'll be able to hear our 190 proof segment that, oh my gosh, this week is going to be good. <laughs> you've already told us what you've got on tap. For I that. know, yeah. but I've it's prepared. Fabulous. <laughs> you've prepared? By, wait, by any uh, chance have you prepared with an alcoholic no, drink? No, I told Kate beforehand, I said I had a choice. I could either make coffee, a stimulating beverage to keep up with Professor Kate, or I could take a tranquilizer so I could just sleep through it. But I've opted for the coffee out of respect because I know this is important to her and yes. I, I will admit that I might love her. Oh, God. Aww. Ew. Ew. I love That's you, too. Stop. You. We don't do this on air. <laughs> Come on, Kate. Don't cry. You know, there's there's no, no crying, crying until we get behind. <laughs> there's no crying until we get behind Patreon. That's right. <laughs> so so I'm, I am, I'm also drinking coffee. Doctored. Okay. Because uh, I need both the upper to get through the 190 proof with professor kate myself (laughs) it's dense but it's awesome but it's dense and i need the uh smooth so i don't go throwing things during the regular episode because i really want to throw something yeah yeah Mm -hmm. on our group watch you were threatening to throw your phone i believe oh god i was so close (laughs) i mean i do want to just say that this this is fantasy. Like it this isn't real. Like this it didn't happen. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I'm not psychotic. 
uh, this is not a psychotic break, <laughs> she says. <laughs> I'm the daughter of a psychologist and a social worker. I know what I'm talking about. This sounds very familiar I to know. a um anybody can go to our Patreon deep dive, Young and the Restless, and you'll hear me. A remark my retired nurse mother keeps saying, mm-hmm. if there was something wrong with me, I would know. I'm a nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sound so familiar. Oh, oh my God. Deja vu. I'm going to drink some more of yeah. my citrus vodka I'm Ooh. sipping on today. Ooh. Mm. Any particulars? Is it like a lemon citrus or a... It's, um, well, the picture on the bottle is a lemon. Mm-hmm. I think there might be a lime, but it the, it says citrus, so um, it's not a harsh citrus. It's, it's a, not like a cleaner, right? It does like, not it, you, taste like bathroom cleaner. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, did you ever try like uh, what is it? Lemon, like the lemon flavors. Like, okay, lemon flavored seltzer water mm-hmm. drives me bananas because it tastes like fucking bathroom cleaner yeah yeah i'm with you shouldn't it drive you lemons well speaking of driving <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say uh with yeah. our disclaimer do not drink and drive cars chariots eight-legged horses and even luxury apocalypse trains just yeah. don't do any of it yeah <laughs> so let's get started Way back when, or way forward when, or who the fuck cares? (laughs) Hey, drunk mythology friends, I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. Wait, where's original Jen this time? Original Jen is busy cleaning out Sleepnear's stall. I mean, with eight legs, who knows how many stomachs that horse has? Or is that cows? Um, I think you're thinking of cows because that was one of our trivia questions in that trivia game we're testing out behind the scenes. And I think the cows have eight stomachs or was it four? I, I don't know. I got that question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no matter how many stomachs, she's not here. But we are here to tell you about Anchor for podcasting. With no cow stomachs. <laughs> not unless you want to do a podcast about cows, which you totally could because it's super easy to start a podcast with Anchor. Is there a platform for cows to listen? Like, could cows even listen to a podcast? <laughs> Anchor would distribute your cowcast across all popular podcast platforms. How did we get onto cows? Because we were wondering how many stomachs a horse has, or was it cows? Regardless, feeding all those stomachs costs money, which means you have to make money off your cowcast, which is why Anchor is a great place to start because you can start making money from the get-go with Anchor. But how much does it cost? Like, okay, how many smoothies does Fenrir have to sell in order to pay for his podcast about smoothies? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so drunk today. (laughs) Wait, I thought Fenrir was doing a podcast about cows or was it horses? No. 
I might be a little drunk too. Either way, it is totally free to have a podcast on Anchor. F-R-E-E, free. Yeah. my See, my fan fiction has Fenrir running his own smoothie shop and I work there. Uh, yeah. Other Jen is talking about Original Jen's books, Truth and Other Lies, and The Order of Chaos, which you should all check out under her pen name of Lyra Wolf. And yeah, Wolf, yeah. Fenrir, yeah. Yeah. So if I want to do a podcast for Fenrir, all I'd have to do is go to anchor.fm to get started because I'm like totally thinking that OG and I need to do that. Yep. Just go to anchor like the thingy on a boat thingy that goes to the bottom. Shut up. Yeah, we're drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. You're just lucky I didn't spell out anchovy because it was a close call. <laughs> Check it out or make Fenrir sleep near and all the cows and their stomachs really upset. <laughs> oh my God, Kate. I think this is our best ad ever. Indubitably. Because, yeah, we put the drink into drunk mythology gals. Okay, so I think we can all agree. I think this came up in our group watch chat that, you know, we all felt it was really rushed. Like, yeah. there's yeah. fast paced and then there's like, oh, God, just hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I, I did some reading about this cause you know, we were also talking about like, oh, is this one of like the early COVID episodes that they were trying to figure out how to film, but it's only 40 minutes and that includes the recap and all of the credits. Yeah. Wow. So, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's only like what? 36 minutes yeah. of actual screen. Yeah. It was plot. very short. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And, you know, there's theories that there might have been like another 10 minutes out there and that they just felt it was a good place to cut it. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> I have thoughts on that. But anyway, so yeah, it was just, it was just a very like short, very and, chopped up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I watched it again immediately after. And it was mm -hmm. just like, I still, cause usually that helps me follow it more, but it's like, I yeah. was still like very boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. yep. exactly yep. like oh, we're running we're running we're running we're sitting we're running again oh, we're sitting. Like, <laughs> just... oh jen you almost sound like you have my rage <laughs> <laughs> about maybe different things <laughs> not about the planets okay, just because well... i want more of his angst and i got some but i didn't get all of it so uh, not nearly enough yeah agreed yeah hang on but i think the there's definitely something to the theory of this being impacted by covid i'm i'm so on board with that theory mm -hmm. that yeah there was um do we want to dig into that here or do we want to dig into that in the 190 uh let's Nerd. wait till we get through the plot and then we can Got actually it. just like chitty chat yeah. at the end but you know yeah. what it'd be interesting no to know the production date on that mm -hmm. episode so anyway uh, let's start with google the plot so La Loki is having margaritas with the kidnapped hunter C-20. And they're talking about the brain freeze and the synapses. And, uh, you know, I, I 
only have one life. So I didn't have time to go into whether or not they were actually following actual medical science about the synapses and the brain freeze. Although it does kind of make sense because apparently part of your brain stem is accessible in the back of your nasal cavity. So basically we could, we can smell quantum things. It's weird, but yeah, it's why dogs can see all sorts of stuff that we can't. Uh-huh. Look, hmm. it's, I know it's confusing, but I read an article about it. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> anyway, so uh, when C20 kind of starts to realize that something is wrong, Laloki's like, oh, just go to sleep. You're just a little tie-tie. And she pulls out of her mind, and we get a recap of basically what leads the two Lokis to going through the temporal door. And... <laughs> La Loki is all business when she gets to the other side, which happens to be the TVA. Surprise! Yeah. And is making her way to the golden elevators, which really, really, like, every bad joke about, like, <clears throat> the pearly gates and golden, you know, the cartoons, like, you used to see the golden escalator going up to heaven, like Bugs Bunny on the golden escalator or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't even made these parallels. Yeah. Wow. Um, she also discovers her magic won't work in the TVA. Mm -hmm. uh, but she does learn to love the pruning stick. I mean, who wouldn't learn to yeah. love that pruning stick? I don't. But, I, but why do they keep throwing it down? Like, if they use it once and they, like, throw it away and move on. It's like, you should keep that with you. Exactly. Like, wouldn't that be a great weapon to have on the train? But I digress. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if she's been working this mission for decades apparently shouldn't she already know about the magic thing with the tv i i don't know it's an it's a nitpick but it again you know her surprise is like oh that's kind of unprepared but whatever loki comes through the portal as well and he's like what the fuck i'm back here really yeah but at least he gets his daggers Mm -hmm. I was very happy. Yep. We have a moment for the daggers because he loves his daggers. He does as much as and, the Tesseract. And, and we love him loving his daggers. And he gets a couple of really good instances where he like whew, flips them out, like, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, Wolverine style. You yeah. Know? Oh, those were, those moments were awesome. I was like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Follow through. Come on, stab something. I know. That was my only thing. Like, why he, he like, kind of really sucked with his knife fighting. Like, I expect a little bit more from him. And he missed the shot. Yeah. Oh, I wondered no, if that was intentional. No Freudian symbolism there. Yeah. I I don't know. He has so many little inconsistencies. But anyway, anyway, Loki catches up with La Loki fighting at the elevator. And Ravona looking like a bamf catches up with both of them. Loki does one of the only sensible things in the entire episode, you know, uh, and grabs La Loki and gets them the hell out of there with a, I will admit the floor portal was pretty cool. Oh, that was mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. It, again, it's Loki falling. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Except this time they landed on their back, right? Instead and of on the stupidest planet ever. I know. <laughs> He didn't have time to browse the brochure. <laughs> okay. Kate's rage. If, if, 
Okay, so they land on this planet called Lamentus One. Why yeah. would you name a planet Lamentus? Like, I if, know. if you renamed it, you know, once you decided, oh, look, the moon is going to crash into us in about two weeks. Sure, let's rename the planet Lamentus. But like, yeah. oh, look at this wonderful planet to settle. Or, hey, I exist on this planet. What should I call it? Happy planet? Productive planet? Mm-hmm. Productivist? Happiest? No, I'm going to call it fucking Lamentus. So yeah. anyway, the destruction of Lamentus in 2077 is the worst apocalypse ever. And I'm like, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, I was a bit confused. But I guess because there's no survivors. I guess that was the thing. So I was thinking, what about Asgard? Yeah. You know? Well, and but also- But then they survived some of them. So I guess that's the difference. Yeah, I don't know. But like, there have got to be like other bigger cataclysmic- you know, apocalypses, like two planets crashing into each other, you know, it happens. Um, But anyway, but if it's the worst one ever, why even have it as an option? Like, if you're smart, and you're hiding in apocalypses, you might pick the ones that, you know, yeah, they're bad. Mm -hmm. But it's like, not 100% absolute guaranteed death if you fuck up. And so does, does like, she always just have that on hand to, like, go 12 hours before, like, the end? She only has 12 hours in each spot? Exactly. Like, That's why not another pick, question. Like 24 hours or even 18 yeah. hours? Yeah. So Loki and La Loki, they fight, they flirt, they flirt while fighting, they fight while flirting. Loki gets a hold of the Tempad and what a stupid fucking name because it makes it sound like a goddamn feminine product. Yes. Thank you for mm-hmm. saying that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Clearly a man came up with that idea because <laughs> it's probably from the comic book. So yeah, I, I feel justified in my bet. <laughs> anyway, turns out the temp pad needs recharging and why you would take a temp pad that was low on charge on a mission. Anyway. Uh, and I will say that is familiar because any one of us who has been on a car trip with only one phone charger for everyone in the car, Mm -hmm. you know, the rage when you're down to like 3% and you're like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. You're at 15%. You can give me the cord. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's you just described car rides with our kids in the back seat and there's only one charger port Mm -hmm. in the back seat. Yeah. So, and the only place a tempad can be charged is with a shit ton of power, which happens to be on Lamentus One, the arc that all the natives are living on. So basically, <laughs> the act of charging the tempad creates the, like, drains the arc of power and leaves everybody to die. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, okay, I get that the tempad would need a lot of power, but. Um, I, I, it's just it's pushing my suspension of belief on top of pushing my suspension of belief like I'm yeah uh, anyway yeah. I, I had questions about the arc especially at the end when it was just like it just seemed like a very bad idea when you have you know pieces of moon just it, yeah 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 so <laughs> I was like surprised there so yeah. anyway the arc All the natives of the planet are trying to leave or trying to or whatever because we don't really give a shit about them or the quasi-political statement that only the rich get saved because we don't know any of the rich or the poor on this Mm -hmm. planet. We don't care about them. So 
you know, like, I'm sorry, you know, so many wasted opportunities here. Anyway, Sylvie and Loki run into this homesteader who is determined to die with the planet. We don't know why. I wish we did. Could be more interesting. But Sylvie is dumb and attacks and gets blasted. Loki is dumb and pretends to be the woman's husband. Both of these moves, I felt, were like, um, it's too stupid to live. Like, really? I, I think that that was only put there to make them have the conversation later on the train. There are other ways to do it. Oh, I know. But I think that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Loki is several thousand years old. He is keyed into the chaos of the universe and has fought thousands of battles with Thor. And Sylvia is supposed to be this badass operative with the brains to out with the TVA for decades. And they both can't think of a way of gently, yeah, a subtly. Takes them out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where, what about the magic, guys? They've got magic at this point. Uh, yeah. And I'm sorry, why did we need to talk to the homesteader to begin with? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. to know where everyone is. Right. So the only point is she's then like, Sylvie oh, you knows need to where take they a train. Are. Yeah. You need to take a train. But then it was like Sylvie like knew where things are until she doesn't know where they are. Yeah. Again, this is the badass operative that's taking down the TVA. If that's what it takes, I could fucking take down the TVA. And yes, I know mm -hmm. I just trolled myself, but I don't care because that's about <laughs> the level of intelligence I feel I've lost. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the only point of having this whole interaction, yeah, maybe it sets up the train thing, but it's to get them that they need to get on a train to get to the Ark. And it's useless because... It could have been so interesting as a catalyst to the plot. And maybe since they're stuck, she comes back next week, but they'd have to get a train to get back there. So I, I don't know. I don't have my hopes up. So anyway, both Lokis have a moment where they are like, oh, hey, I have a brain. Let's use it when they get to the train station. <laughs> Sylvie's going to enchant the guard and Loki is lo like, boom, I can be the guard. And this was totally Luke Skywalker and Chewbacca when Luke's was it? Um, I think it was the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're taking Luke this Wookiee to the yeah, yeah. They're trying to fit the handcuffs on, on mm -hmm. Chewbacca. Yeah, that's they totally yeah. yeah. Good, although real Sylvie, original Disney. <laughs> Sylvie's the one with the these are not the uh, Loki's you're looking for, right? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they both end up using their magic surprise cooperation. Like, whoa, really rushed moment there. And they get on the train. And I have issues with this evacuation process. Mm -hmm. Like, we're less mm -hmm. than 12 hours for complete planetary destruction. And you are still operating train service. Yeah. yeah. And if the rich were that privileged... They'd be gone by then. Exactly. And, you know, if you can't even make it onto the train, what makes you think that there's any hope of you making it onto the Ark? Um, yeah. So the train. They get on the train. And it's funny that no one takes exception to a guard sitting in the bar and drinking. Mm -hmm. I had that same thought. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. However, I, 
I know original Jen has some appreciation for the turtleneck. Yeah, I was very happy to finally see the turtleneck, although I was disappointed to learn that the turtleneck was a onesie. It turned him into a goddamn Teletubby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? I mean, yes, it was nice to see him in the waist up from in something other than like the world's most depressing office ensemble. Mm-hmm. But a fucking onesie, it's like they're deliberately going out of their way to try yeah. and decrease his yes. attractiveness. And yes. And that really is actually hurting me deeply. I know. I'm like, what give a, us something. Like you what, gave us a lot in the beginning. Just yeah, like uh, it's like anyway. we're paying for that shirtless scene. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll that's that's it. There's nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I will. Hey, give a round of applause, Kim. Sound effect applause for the big moment of moments, which is the canon affirmation. Of Loki's sexuality. Yes. That was a really amazing, like, huge thing that they did. Yeah. I mean, that is big for Disney. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I think now he's, like, the first openly bisexual character in Marvel. Like, as far as, like, in the series and and movies. Uh, And also across... I think yeah. almost all Disney franchises. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> like, yeah. remember in the um, Star Wars reboots, like there was this whole thing about were Finn and Poe going to get together because, yeah. you know, the whole storm pilot thing. And it mm-hmm. would have been interesting and it would have worked. And mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac and um, God, I'm blanking on his name. I know it. It's just on the ugh, the guy who plays Finn. Yeah, Ooh. I don't remember. I, you know, I'm blanking on his name. I can't pull I usually his name know up. I can, I anyway, can Google it if like, you really need it. <laughs> they would have been really good in this, but Disney mm-hmm. was like, no, yeah. we'll just leave it open. I think they would have really, <laughs> they knew they were going to step in it if they did not finally do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also had, um, you had minor characters in those Star Wars movies that, were the whole spectrum you covered the whole spectrum yeah in those um in the ancillary characters the supporting cast yeah although i can't think of any john boyega oh that's his name yes so yeah oscar isaac and john boyega had pretty much more chemistry than anybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah. um, the other thing that people are really pointing out about this scene is like out on the train thereafter, everything is like the lighting is all the bisexual flag. Really? Which is also, yeah, which is oh, also I a didn't. nice touch. I didn't know that. Interesting. I I actually didn't know that. That is yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. And and you know that you you're have not reading the blue, too much. pink, and purple. Yeah. So it's all yeah. the lighting. Yeah. The whole planet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, you know, you're not overreading into that because it's uh, Disney, and the devil is yeah. in the details. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like, and the director was really talking about about that uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. So yeah, yeah, that was really they did a good job with that. Well, and I also like that they affirmed it for Sylvie, the mm-hmm. female incarnation. So like, yeah. you know, you know, it's yeah. not just gender fluid. It's you know. 
bisexuality, both genders. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it was, I do too. It was big. Like yeah. that was worth the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was the whole episode that was right it. there. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so then they crushed all my joy under the weight of my rage with the stupidity about the fucking postman. Oh, what is that? Like, what does I, that even mean? Yeah. I asked Sam as well. And he, I said, what's with this postman? Does this mean anything? Is it something? He says, it does mean something. It has to, but I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Like, I got what? the sense Again, that, like, what good are you? <laughs> Sam, do we need to have a talk? We need to have a talk. He's, he's falling down on his job. <laughs> so anyway. That's why, like, I couldn't decide if it was, like, something actually, like, oh, she actually d- can love and, like, is, like, something worth fighting for. Or if it's just, like, some, like, snarky, sarcastic thing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I keep thinking of the Carpenter song. Hey, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Mm-hmm. Or no, that's not Carpenter's, is it? I, I don't anyway, I don't know. Don't yeah. ask me about music. <laughs> So then we proceed to, you know, after a really good moment, because like when you give Tom Hiddleston and Sophie DiMartino time to actually act through a scene, they crush it. It's amazing. Like that was joyous. And then they ruin everything with not only the postman, but Sylvie, who can't rest around dumb people that she doesn't trust she falls asleep Dumb. Yeah, i didn't get that like yeah. what happened that she all of a sudden did that i don't know and loki gets drunk and starts singing as guardian beer yeah. songs and which you know what he totally misses thor and fandral oh yeah because <laughs> you know especially, they did that well and especially like when he like crashed his glass to know another like that was a nice call back to thor i would love to see a chris hemsworth reaction yeah (laughs) to that but anyway and okay i actually get loki getting drunk and singing Mm -hmm. but you know because like he's he's chaos he would be like "Ah, i can still come back from this you know yeah um and we'll talk about the song he sings to sylvie um in a little bit because that was interesting but I had this question yesterday and I've really been thinking about it. So, you know, if the temp pad needs power and that is the like immediate danger physical goal of the episode, mm-hmm. once they get on the train, shouldn't they be even trying to siphon juice off the train? Well, that's what I was wondering as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, you know, or go back to the, the weapon that the homesteader had that looked pretty damn powerful itself. Yeah. Like take a second and siphon off that neon sign. Like, you know, well, if it needs that the, much power, take whatever you well, find. How has she been charging it in the meantime in these little places? If it needs something like the arc to power it. That's... How did she charge it in Alabama? Like yeah, if she's exactly. been hiding there, you know. So yeah. Can't we just take like the good interaction scenes like there was the train scene and there were like one or two others where they weren't running and actually they were talking um, and just put them into a different type of episode because I really couldn't concentrate because of all my anger. Mm -hmm. Because now that everybody's being stupid, they get kicked off the train. Yeah. And they walk the rest of the way. But before that, though, again, he really let me down with his daggers. 
Like I know he was drunk, but still, like I just want I just want him to get in one one punch. I think he did get one kick. One but, like, stab. Still. One stab. Just one, please. Whoa, give it to but me. See, yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that on Disney Channel. You know what? No, but what about in Falcon Winter Soldier? They cut off a guy's head with the shield. Did they? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yes, I do now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So there I was think a... they can give me a little stabby stab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They... Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, you I know, think for they're a drunk trying guy, to make he's it. He's fighting really, really well. He is. I mean, I think what they're trying to do is, like, show that, like, you know, he, he, it's not like, you know, the superhero is always going to win the day. Like, he does get beaten down but it's just like i wish they give us a little bit more so i think that's kind of what's happening here and why don't they use magic uh, he gave one blast <sighs> i'm just you know anyway i i so, still come back to i think this entire episode was influenced by covid mm-hmm. i'm I, sure i have the dates i have the dates if oh. you want them okay you, you, hold hold that yep, because yep. we're almost to the fucking end of this fucking short episode. So anyway, surprise, they get kicked off the train and they walk the rest of the way. I'm sorry. They fucking stroll Stroll. the rest of the way. I don't know about you, but if I was like an unknown number of hours, T minus 12 to destruction, I'd be like, chop, chop, motherfuckers. Right, right. Yeah. And why can't Loki just teleport them both there? Right. Or even like just yeah. limited vision distance jumps. Like I have about, you know, 400 feet visibility. So I'll teleport us 400 feet at a time. Cause like, it, ugh. you know, he if even he complains to... about the walk. I know. And it's not like he's even got more than I would say that would be like a 2.5 mile an hour pace, frankly. Right. Mm-hmm. But that stroll and him complaining about the walk sets up the conversation of her explaining how she does her magic yes yeah and we learn another gem in there but am i getting too far ahead of you kate uh well i'm actually just about to get to that point so if you want to take that other gem you do that (laughs) it's that's when we find out she explains that all the tva staff Including Casey, who we did not get to see in this episode. I I have Um, feelings. (laughs) They are all basically kidnapped humans. I say kidnapped, but they are former variants who have been brainwashed. Reset. There you go. They're, They're not made. They're not what he was told initially mm-hmm. by Mobius, they yep. are all <clears throat> former humans. Oh, there's a point. When Why would Sylvie, La Loki, whatever the hell she wants to be called, why would she refer to planet Earth as Earth and not Asgard? Or Midgard? Uh, yeah, Midgard. Midgard. Yeah, Sorry. That's Wrong interesting. Wrong vocabulary word. Wrong and, you know, why did she, she not call it Midgard? Frost giant? Like, yeah, that's why I'm curious too. Like, what these variants like? It's it's very confusing to me. Like, how variant they are. Yeah, I still don't think I still think she's enchantress because they used enchant 
a lot, lot in this episode. Unless I they're trying to use that It's like that a menage. Word. A melange of all the characters. Yeah. I think they're trying to use that yeah. word in homage to the melange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know... This also just uh, confirms my belief that hell for Loki is a dusk job because if he was going to be reset before Mobius rescued him, yeah. that's what he'd end up doing. And I was just going to say that's what that reset meant. Yeah, and he'd get a maybe he'd get a desk next to Casey though. Maybe. Okay, fanfic challenge. Yeah, Casey that's and the Fenrir. <laughs> Casey and Loki and Fenrir. That's that's the ship I want. Okay. <laughs> Casey Fenrir. They're no, like best I, buds I, at the at the yeah. smoothie shop. I, I want yeah. a I want a Loki Casey like odd couple buddy <laughs> oh my God. adventure. Where they're both like they, and they go know. to the aquarium and get well, ice cream. <laughs> well, like they don't remember who they are, but Loki has all these weird abilities that he's like, yeah, you know, and then Casey's just like, well, this is how the TVA works. So he provides like the knowledge and Loki's like, I don't understand, but I'm, I just feel the urge to fuck things up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and look what I learned how to do today, Casey. And <laughs> yeah. it's some random little magical thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't even with that. Cause <laughs> yeah. so uh, but this is the most interesting plot reveal of the episode, which kind of bums me out because I was so interested in it. And I'm like, why are we wasting time on a goddamn planet that nobody cares about? The TVA has so much more scope and I'm so much more curious about it. Like, I think that Sylvie and Loki could have this exact adventure if, like, just say the Tempad had transported them to 12 hours before the destruction of the TVA. Mm. And they're trying to evade the TVA, escape the destruction, and they're discovering all kinds of secrets about each other and the TVA. Like, wouldn't that be interesting? But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so Sylvie and Loki reached the Ark launch area I, I original gen you live in florida i'm sure you've seen or probably driven or probably been dragged to visit uh cape canaveral i actually have not <gasps> gotten out you of that haven't no i've been there there you go so yeah i've been I, to the one in alabama in huntsville i've been to huntsville too yeah and i've been to houston the Houston okay. one as well. So, but I've been I'm to just, the one in Florida. Okay. So I'm just going to say, based on what we know about the launching of a little tiny pitiful human oversized minivan that barely clears the atmosphere, how close do they allow you to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but apparently they're just launching this arc in the m middle of <laughs> middle of downtown yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like people are still scrambling towards it like they're still gonna get on right and uh, you know uh, we it looks you know i'm not gonna like come down on the 
the scenery because you know what it probably is a COVID thing but it looks like they're just you know when you're a kid and you're imagining stuff and like you're running through an arcade and you're like oh I gotta hide here I gotta run here Mm -hmm. you know yeah like that's what this felt like and I was like you know we they could have just had more of Sylvia and Loki talking yeah you know because that's the fun of a trickster like figuring out if you're being tricked and then, oh, surprise, a meteor hits the arc. They're stuck. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Guess what else will be a surprise? The fact that Mobius finds them because Loki told him about hiding in apocalypses. Yeah. Yeah. They just got to figure out which one. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now I am fully recharged and wanting and needing to throw something. Let's see what do I have that I can throw. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah. I have my sunglasses case. There. Uh. You probably couldn't hear that, but I did throw no. it. I, I, I feel just a, I, I I feel just that little much better. So um, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I have issues, but maybe you guys have issues too. Yeah. Just a few. Yeah. Just let a few. It, let it go. It's cool. We're all <laughs> friends here. <laughs> I mean, I've already been talking about a lot of my issues throughout. Mm-hmm. I I was happy that he did roll up his sleeves. I like how my issues <gasps> go about his appearance. Like that's obviously my mm-hmm. you know main concern here. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you on that one. I'm a sucker for the yeah. arms. That's... I was like, that's very nice. Yeah. Ian yeah. Horn, thank you for that. That mm-hmm. little bit, that made up a little bit for the daggers. And then also I think my other issue was like, so during that sequence of when they're going for the arc and he's then showing off all of his amazing magic, I just kept thinking, first of all, you've not been using this since, I mean, until now, but also why didn't you use this with Thanos? That would have been helpful. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I get a lot of rage that way about it because it's like, they're showing all his really powerful abilities, what he can do, but then they don't let him use them a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, because it will get in the way of what they need him to do for the plot. Right. And that just makes the plot but, feel over-engineered and, and undercooked. Yes. And I mean, again, that's fine if they give a reason why he can't use that power. Right. And, but they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they thought on the train, oh, well, he's drunk, so he's maybe not thinking about it. And that's how they, they thought they were taking care of that. But for me, that wasn't good enough. No, because oh, I, I made a similar comment. I was like, my husband, he's like, oh, why? He's some failure. Maybe it was the throwing of the dagger that mm-hmm. missed. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this had, he had to have missed on purpose. He probably, that dagger yeah. went exactly where he meant that dagger to go. I don't understand that's what yet. I thought. Yeah. And, then, you know, second viewing, it's like, yeah, he's well, shit throwing. And that's and, what I kind of am mad about. Yeah. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. it's like, I just wish that, that they would have given us that moment. Like, you know, he is supposed to be a really great fighter. We've always seen that. Why can't they let him have these little moments so we can enjoy them? Like, yeah. I, he doesn't always need to have his ass kicked continually. Well, and each also, time. you know, like in um, – episode two and then here like in episode two when he's like following mobius like a puppy and he's like well that's the trick of the mm-hmm. trickster you don't know if you're being tricked oh that scene annoys me still yeah. and then here it's like they're playing him as a buffoon yeah and he's not yeah 
you know, he he's menacing. He's he's joyful, chaos, dangerous, yeah. unpredictable. He's intelligent and also he's so attuned to yeah. his magic that like if he were drunk, he should be doing more magic. Yeah. You well, know? And like you said, with the ticket, why didn't he just show a ticket instead yeah. of fireworks? Yeah. And I'm like, like dude, you're conjure- smarter than this. You've seen what the ticket looks like. Fucking yeah. conjure a ticket. So uh, that's why I'm a little bit disappointed of what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it's just like these small things where they could easily let him have a little bit of that brilliance or that danger, but mm-hmm. they, they don't let him have that. And those wouldn't even disrupt the plot that they want. So I don't yeah. understand why they're doing that. Yeah. Like when he got his ass kicked in Alabama, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get the physical fight, but these are Midgardians. These are earthlings. Yeah. You're, uh, you're a frost giant. Yeah. Well, and well, that's the thing in each, and it keeps happening. And so again, I just wish that they would let him maybe get, you know, 20% ass kicked, you know, like that. Well, and the thing (laughs) is But it's just all the time, it's 90% each time. And, and you can write a plot that, that allows for this if you've got the right problem that you're driving towards. Mm -hmm. And this is, I think, where my biggest issue with the story is coming in. It's not with the acting, because I think the acting is really good. And I love the set designs. And I actually like the look and feel of Lamentis. Yeah. Uh, You know, it kind of got this weird fifth element kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the biggest issue is there had to have been a better way to explore the central problem set out in episode one, at least... If you're following, mm-hmm. you know, some sort and, of logical plot construction, it's how does a Loki catch a Loki? Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, what makes a Loki yeah. a Loki? Mm-hmm. And you get gems of that complexity, like in episode one and mm-hmm. two, when Mobius and Loki sit and talk, and it's the Mobius-Loki salad. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you get the nods to mythology with the wolves and the taste for apocalypses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even... Uh, interesting in the moment interpersonal stuff with trying to earn the trust of the other agents Mm -hmm. and you know the critical scene of episode three is the train conversation which could have been written into any other plot structure yeah like is Mm -hmm. the tva that boring that we have to leave it behind for at least one episode yeah the action parts aren't supporting the dialogue parts yeah. In terms of addressing the central issue. And we have six episodes to do this yeah. arc. And they're just yeah. shoving more and more stuff in. And I'm going to put money down. I'm going to put 10 Pompeian goats on the <laughs> ending feeling really rushed and yeah. an army of fan fiction writers emerging to correct that shit. Yeah. And Disney well, had better that's... pay attention. <laughs> well, I think that's why we have season two locked in already. It, yeah, I think so. That's correct. I'm, it Jen, is, you're the one that, that I got that from. Yeah. yeah. I've heard and, that season two is confirmed and I've heard talk that a season three is possible. Okay. So that's, and I think, again, this is, I think you're right, Kate, that this is going to feel rushed because of the inf- the f- production and filming information that I found. Can I tell that now? Yes, 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 yes. I want to know. I want to know. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, so filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. That would explain the Georgia peach. Yeah, started in January 2020. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, original Jen, you had already told us that episode two was the final one filmed yeah. before COVID. So At when least you- that, that hurricane scene, yeah. Okay, so you've got January and February and who knows, probably half of March where they filmed pre-COVID, March they shut down because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. All filming halted. They resumed in September. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. was still a big pandemic threat. We were coming into the holiday season when everyone knew – Okay, there's gonna be a holiday spike because people are not going to give up. Well, there was the Labor Day spike. Right, right. So they resumed in September Mm -hmm. and finished up in December. (laughs) Rough. So, in what let's, you know, say, let's call that four months. Who knows, you know, did they start at the end of September, beginning of September? Hashtag Ravenclaw. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'll call it four months. To film four episodes, if we're mm-hmm. making a we're making a guess that two pre-COVID, four afterwards, mm-hmm. and it, they spent perhaps two and a half months on the first two episodes. Well, see, I think yeah, that parts of episode three were filmed. I just as things were getting chaotic. Yeah, I agree. Especially because of like what we got to see in some of the early trailers, like in November, mm-hmm. those scenes were already done. Yeah. Like the purple moon anyway, we got to see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, so, and then it started filming in September, but then they had that scene ready to be shown in a trailer in November. So. Well, and also they, you know, if you think about the special effects and post-production, but also that was the point where you were getting to you know, if you were COVID tested and clear, if you stayed in your little production pod, you know, you could probably do things like these limited scenes. Like they probably took the same extras from the train scene, recycled them to the cocktail lounge train scene to the panicked people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you were probably stuck filming with the same group, which is fine, but you know, it, it just, kind of takes me back to the TVA where, you know, you could, I I, I just feel cheated because I'm so interested in the TVA because the questions it raises, like, you know, the series is the best when like they are letting Loki think and talk and try and make sense of the fact that he kind of knows love is the answer to what he needs, but yeah. the chaos of his nature and the anger and the sexuality and the complex moral nuance, like there's got to be a better way to balance that with action that moves a question forward. Cause you know, okay. Time number 572 that Loki has been at death's door. <laughs> right, you know? right, 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 right. Like that's not, you know, why not, dangle in front of him, hey, maybe if you help us with this, we can return you to your timeline and save your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He doesn't seem to even think about, it's like, oh, she's dead, but it's like, but not really in your timeline right now. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm never going back to my timeline. Oh, well, darn. You know, I I think that I, I feel like, you know, 
being at the brink of extinction is like Tuesday for Loki. Like if you really <laughs> want to push him to something that, you know, drives him into a corner, it's asking him about love. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I just, maybe I'm a picky bitch, but <laughs> am I wrong? No, no, <laughs> no. Right. It was, yeah, this yeah. was, I, I, okay, here's my speculation. I'll bet, but I'm, you know, you'll get how confident I am not by, I'm going to bet four Pompeian goats. Okay. Next episode, we see our supervillain. I I will take that bet with you. I'm only going in four goats, though. Uh, I'll go in. I'll go in three. <laughs> I I will uh, see that bet and raise you one Pompeian goat to five Pompeian goats. That. Uh, that it's we won't see the supervillain because they'll just be confused and busy rescuing Loki. Mm-hmm. I think the supervillain's going to be a part of it. Do you think they're turning Mobius into the supervillain? No, mm, no, I don't oh. think so. No, I don't. Because I would love that. That's what I would do. I think he used to be a guy in the 90s on a jet ski and jet skied his way out of the timeline. They fucking really did take Owen Wilson and just... (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson's perfect for that role. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. It's... Yeah. Um, (sighs) Yeah. So this episode was... This was a, a little disappointing. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, I feel like the only genuine part was the the talks yeah. on the yeah. train. Yeah. I mean, and those were the best part of the episode. And to me, yeah. that made the episode worth it because they were really beautifully done. And then also, I forgot to mention, I, I did also appreciate the, the dagger metaphor with love. I wanted to know who yes. hurt him. Who is it? Well, I saw um, some YouTube... There, you know, there's all kinds of speculation videos out there mm-hmm. of someone explaining why he's talking about the dagger and they keep coming back to him um, the moment he stabs Thor. Yeah. He uses a dagger on, well, no, it wasn't even a dagger. It was the, the spear weapon thing I do I oh my husband's gonna yell at me for not knowing Which, the right words the, Which, the, gung, the, the gungnir the the oh I thought we were going the, to have the, the glow stick the glow the, stick of destiny oh the glow stick of destiny that's when he right. stabs agent Colson I miss right. yeah that's Coulson. the glow stick of destiny that okay was the, yeah. yeah the the spear yeah <laughs> okay but I'm gonna go back there's also the this scepter. like interesting like Korean uh proverb everyone lives with a knife hidden in their hearts. Ooh. And Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. Um, hang on. Let me see. And when she later asks him, where's the tempad? He says, it's in my heart. And she says, I'll cut mm-hmm. it out then. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So everyone lives with a knife in their heart. And then you have to ask, who is it pointed at? Hmm. 
And is that love or hate or mischief? Mm. I don't know. But we've been told love is hate <laughs> and mm-hmm. mischief. Yes. But yeah. And in, in interviews, Tom Hiddleston has said that about the hate of Thor, it's actually that he loves Thor yeah. because of that. So I, yeah. they, it's like they're almost teasing Thorky a bit. I have also heard people being very excited because when she said, oh, like, you know, maybe princesses or, or prince, it's like, oh, you only mentioned one prince. Is that because it's Thor? Oh, so that's a bit of a they're they're thinking maybe a nod, but hmm. maybe maybe himself, maybe a double. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can see like I, I know my one friend's very uh, kind of rooting actually that like the one relationship like he would love himself and that would be hilarious. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I, I I'm not here to kink shame. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And also, Tom Hiddleston <laughs> said that about the love stories. Like, well, you know, first. Before you can love, you have to learn to love yourself. So, oh, well, that's interesting. Maybe we talking something different, but you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so who's drunk? Anybody? No. Uh, Are yeah. you just so full of rage? She's still full of buzzing rage. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah. is good because yeah. we'll be doing 190 after this. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. So maybe we'll be drunk next time for episode four. Oh, I will be. <laughs> So, yeah. And actually, <laughs> next week, you'll be getting a double dose of us because we'll also be on the fun podcast tales from the animal kingdom. Oh, I'm oh. so excited. With We're going to guest. And Aaron, yeah, they yeah. are having us on their show and should be a lot of fun. And, you know, I yeah, know they're going to gonna... aim to get that up live. Uh, so East Coast United States, they hope to have it up loaded Sunday night. Oh, check that out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to be hanging with two British guys and, you know, they're going to be listening to us American girls and our accents and they'll probably <laughs> oh, get all yeah. hot and bothered by it. Oh, I'm sure. Not, it I won't mean, be the other way around by any stretch, right? Oh, come on. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we promised hijinks and antics, and we oh, yeah. aim to deliver. Yeah. We've got some, some Yeah, but check tricks. them out. They've got some, you know, <laughs> they're just so much fun to listen to. Uh, they are. They are. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just going to put it out there and say, I know everyone wants... Aaron to keep reading the bedtime stories. But you know what? I would listen to uh, add reading a bedtime story too. Yeah. So there we go. Equal love. Abs- yeah, absolutely. It's and just, Aaron's want- got that lower octave. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you want the lighter touch, the, you know, the gentle true. baritone tenor. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on because really it's all about our accents. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah check out their podcast tales from the animal kingdom and don't forget to add yourself to our social media scrolls on instagram where you can see us having fun with all our other podcast buddies at drunk mythology gals on twitter at drunk myth gals on facebook at drunk mythology gals and i have to give another shout out to our um our listener claire she sent me a tiktok video of theories that blew my mind absolutely blew my mind i posted it and pinned it up on our facebook page go check it out all props to claire Thank okay you. but claire if you're listening 
how many Pompeian goats are you willing to bet on your theories? Oh, <laughs> we're up in the game now, Claire. <laughs> we also have a website that, you know, you don't need to worry about. It's drunkmythologygals.com. Or her Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkmythologygals. And don't forget the 190 proof. And the or, deep dives. Right, yep. right, right. Yep. Um, or if you don't know how to get it to any of that and you just want to tell us that you know we're hilarious and awesome or how many Pompeian goats you want to bet and tell us your theories of what's coming up in the Loki episodes drop us an email I actually do check the email every once in a while <laughs> I get notifications sometimes telling me that someone's trying to get in the account <laughs> that wouldn't be Loki would it yeah <laughs> that would be drunk mythology gals at gmail.com and a special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound this episode. And thank you all again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they stranded you on a shitty exploding planet and you just want to let them know that's not okay. Finally, always remember, if the gods behave badly, then so can you. Thank you.